0: Welcome back to the special edition of The Main Street Dish, where we're dishing on all things Disney Cruise Line drinks. We'll talk about all the onboard bars. We'll talk about the drink deals, happy hours, tastings, wine packages, and how to bring your alcohol on board. I'm Colin.
1: (laughs) And I'm Bella, and we are Millennials on Main Street. And I'm Bethany Vinton, and this is The Main Street Dish.
0: All right, welcome back. Special edition. So we're talking all things Disney Cruise Line in this little series, but of course, we're drinking. So let's talk about what we're drinking, Bethany
1: are we drinking? <laughs> I'm drinking water. It's 1 oh p.m. God. on a Thursday as we record this. There's only so much I can do. I didn't say to Bella though, I hope people don't think I'm pregnant because I am not. <laughs> it's just 1 <laughs> p.m. on a Thursday and I was out last night. I like cannot drink today.
0: Ah uh, yes. The body said no, no,
1: no cocktail. So I'm drinking some ice cold water. Wow. That is nice, though. It is
0: nice. Be- Bella knows all about water. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: She's so refreshing. <laughs> <laughs> but what are you guys drinking? Because y'all are drinking a cocktail. I to- saw the second we got on the call.
0: I know. Since it's one o'clock your time, that means it's four o'clock our time. So, and Happy hour. yeah, we have a baby, so we need a drink. But we're actually drinking a Disney Cruise Line drink tonight. So we're drinking the Elder Bubble, which is from both Ulala La and the Pink Champagne Bar on The Dream and the Fantasy. And it is a champagne cocktail with berry vodka and um, Saint Germain.
1: That sounds delicious. And it delicious. is
0: delicious. It's very <laughs> um, it is delicious. I just I distinctly remember sitting in Pink Champagne Bar during happy hour, which we'll talk about later, and getting like pretty trashed on these, and then going up to Remy for our dinner. I was yeah. like, love life. No
1: wonder you were pretty trashed after Remy though, because I was like, I didn't really get incredibly drunk at Remy, but.
0: We Um, pre-gamed.
1: I I mean, if you pre-game before the party, you're definitely going to be feeling it.
0: Oh, absolutely. (laughs)
1: There's a lot of wine there.
0: (laughs) But uh, but no shame. No shame in our game here. But it's a delicious little drink.
1: Yeah. If you have a kid and you find a time to have a cocktail, you have yourself a cocktail.
0: Absolutely. Amen to that.
1: All right, before we get into this, my cruise that I just went on was sponsored by Touring Plans. They obviously needed a shout out in this podcast episode, so it's a word from our non-official sponsor. They are my go-to travel agents and the only people I, and Millennials on Main Street too, trust with our travel. Why? Because they're the only travel agency to be in both Disneyland and Disney World daily. If you're looking to book your vacation or cruise, please let them know that I sent you. And if you're interested, Since this is a drinking episode, if you book a brand new Disney Cruise Line cruise with them and you sail by September 30th of 2022, we are sending you free champagne. Yes, we are. (laughs) On the first and last night you're booking, just tell them I sent you and you want bubbly on Bethany. So, you know, never bad. We like sending free champagne on a drinking episode about Disney Cruise Line. Yes.
0: Absolutely. And I don't know what it is about us like in Disney Cruise Line, but that's actually where our love for champagne came from. So, like, whenever we go on a cruise, we, like, we need that champagne.
1: Right. And honestly, though, what's better than sitting on the veranda with a glass of bubbly?
0: Nothing. nothing. Literally nothing. nothing. <laughs> Literally nothing. Especially when it's free bubbly. Yeah. For, for free. Exactly.
1: <laughs> for free. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're paying for it. You're not. It sounds great. You can't go wrong with that.
0: The only, the only obligation you have is to tag us and send us a picture of your glass or bottle Bottles yes. of champagne and a beautiful like sunset in the background. You know, it's not too much to ask.
1: No, we'll just be incredibly jealous and probably sit in the group chat and be like, So, when are we going on our cruise? Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> We're hoping to see many pictures of bottles of champagne. Yes,
1: for sure. But thank you, Touring Plans, for always being our favorite people. We love you. Yeah, guys. we love you.
0: We love you. And we booked... that Our next cruise is booked with touring plans, so... Yes, it is. Of course, so we're so excited.
1: My next cruise is booked with touring plans, too, so... Well, there you
0: go. <laughs> Creatures of habit, look at us. Exactly. All right, but let's talk about booze.
1: Booze. Our favorite subject. Booze on board.
0: <laughs> booze on board, but um, let's talk about booze on board, because I think... People talk about, I mean, we've talked about all the positives I think the last podcast episode we had was essentially like a love letter to Disney Cruise Line, especially like the last five minutes. But I would say there's only one negative that I have about Mm -hmm. Disney Cruise Line. And it is the drinking and the fact that there is really, there is no alcohol package when you when you cruise with it. Very similar to like things that, you know, Virgin and Royal Caribbean and all of those cruise lines have that Disney does not have. And I think that that's like, if I could find one flaw, that's my flaw.
1: For sure a we're all avid drinkers so getting on board I one was expecting Disney prices like Disney World pricing and I was like this is gonna be such an expensive cruise like why don't they have a drink package however I was pleasantly surprised with a lot even though they don't have a drink package they have a lot of bonuses that yes honestly make you not miss the drink package
2: Agreed, agreed. And I think when we
1: went on our second cruise, we were more
2: aware of, like, kind of how to, I don't want to say cheat the system, but to get, you know, cheaper booze and to not make it such an expense when, you know, you're already paying for a pretty expensive cruise. So we really took advantage of it on our second cruise, I think. And And, you know, we'll talk about, you know, the perks and everything and how you can get um, really, really good discounts, I think, on booze. But you just have to know your way around. Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that's why you're here.
1: This is your guide. Yes, yes. it is. To,
0: to getting trashed on your Disney cruise. Let's go.
1: <laughs> I mean, I think that's the reason they specifically don't have a drink package is they don't want people to get absolutely obliterated. But then then you go to drink tastings and you're like, I actually don't believe that because why am I drinking this much alcohol in this short of a time period? <laughs> yeah, exactly. They give you an hour to drink Many a drink. I know. <laughs> it's literally it's... <laughs> everything besides them standing there going, Chug, chug, chug. <laughs> like, <laughs> exactly.
0: Things. And then you're like, is it a rough day at sea or am I trashed? That's my I favorite game to make... play. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> but but speaking of that though, there are a lot of places to order alcohol on board. Like a lot of places.
0: A lot. And we did touch on this in the last episode, just briefly, but mostly for the dream and the fantasy, because that's kind of where the three of us are the most comfortable right now. Because I did sail on the magic when I was, you know, a teenager. I was young, so I was not really, I was really not interested in the bars. But when I sailed (laughs) on the dream and the fantasy, I was very interested in the bars. But the cool thing about the dream and the fantasy is that there's many places to drink. If you want to drink, you'll find a place to drink. But the main bars are kind of in a cluster on deck four towards the back of the ship. So on the fantasy, they have a cluster called Europa. And that is essentially a cluster of bars that are kind of all things Europe. So we have O'Gills, which is an Irish pub. We have Ulala, which is a champagne bar. We have La Piazza, which is a kind of Italian carousel situation. And then we have The Tube, which is kind of like the London underground nightclub-y kind of atmosphere.
2: Skyline's and the skyline. Yeah.
0: Oh, skyline's back there. And that is also on the the drain as well, the skyline, which is kind of like your typical bar that goes through the famous skylines across the world, which is really cool. Uh, and then... On the Disney Dream, similarly, the adult bars are still in a cluster. But this cluster, instead of Europa, is called the District. And it ha- it's very similar because it has the similar stuff, but it's all, of course, different names. So they still have an Irish pub, which is Pub uh, 687. They have the District Lounge. They have Evolution. They have Pink Champagne Bar. And they have the Skyline Bar as well. So, again, sister ships, right? So kind of similar, a little bit different. You can kind of hop around. They're all super close. They're, you know, literally they kind of all blend into each other, which is really cool. It uh, makes for a cool atmosphere. A lot of adults, I mean, uh, it's 18 and over. Uh, actually, no, 21 and over back in those.
1: I think it's 18. 18. Yeah. But also, I don't know because I will say I saw a video of somebody sitting at uh, La Piazza with their baby in a stroller next to them. Oh.
0: Oh, wow. Mm. <laughs> ding. I was like, uh,
1: okay. <laughs> If you insist, that's <laughs> yeah. right. That's right. Sounds good. Sounds good to us. Hey. What's the deal is with that?
0: No, but I guess we'll find out, won't we?
1: Yeah, let's find out. Where families can partake in activities. It's on Pub Six Seventy. Oh yeah, yeah.
2: So
0: oh, they have trivia too. Each
2: bar, too, yeah. I, not each bar, but some of the bars on each of the ships do have like trivia or certain activities for kids. Remember, they were like. It was, like, a craft thing going on. Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: and they had, like, oh, a family, yeah. they had a family dance party, I remember, back in the tube, I remember, yeah, like, yeah. it wasn't so, at night, it was a little bit more, like, in the early evening.
2: They, um, I think it's, like, before maybe 5 p.m. or something, that there's a point where it turns over to, like, just yeah. 21 and over, but.
1: Yeah, because I was about to say they had crafts in La Piazza, too, where they were, like, mm-hmm. making picture frames or something cute like that. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> and there's scan over to Bethany at the bar like drink it <laughs> they're like
1: it is 11am yeah. it <laughs> <laughs> it's fine <laughs> it's fine
0: <laughs> don't come at Go me ahead. on my cruise Exactly, but
1: I will say like one thing that I really like is all those places have such different vibes though, and that's what I'm here for, so you could sit in La Piazza and like listen to live music, but then if you walk into the champagne bar, it's someone playing piano, and the vibes are just so vastly different, but work so well together at the same time, so you can just bar hop. It's like the easiest way to bar hop ever.
0: Oh my god, yeah, literally just crawl from one to the other it's so Correct. easy
1: cruise ship crawl cruise ship crawl oh yes <laughs> we should do that though that's a thing. that's yep. on the list that's Started. on the list <laughs> yep yep, yep. yep. yep.
0: <laughs> the captain is my dd <laughs>
1: <laughs> i mean i trust the captain more than myself so <laughs> honestly <laughs>
0: honestly <laughs> Uh, But there there are a few other bars that are not back in that cluster. So my personal favorite bar is the Meridian Lounge, Mm -hmm. which is a beautiful bar, which is on the Dream and the Fantasy up by the adult dining area, literally sandwiched between Paolo and Remy. Mm -hmm. It's a really great place to get a drink, even like right before you go back for your dinner or your brunch. You can sit at a beautiful bar. It looks off the very back of the ship. So you just see like the horizon vanishing into the distance as you sit and have your cocktail. They have patio seating out there, which yeah. is really cool. So you can just kinda of have like a little alfresco moment out there with your drink. Last time Bethany was on her cruise, we had like the most amazing slash depressing FaceTime <laughs> of our life. Um, <laughs> but
1: true. For you, but, but not for me.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, you were just like happy having your drink at Meridian Lounge, <laughs> we were just like sitting at home, like cramming our face into the phone, looking at the beautiful sunset in the background, but it's an awesome bar.
1: It is. It is. Su- it's such a good place to drink. The view is absolutely outstanding. Even if you sit at the bar, like you're looking out on t- like onto the ocean, it's phenomenal.
0: It's great. And it's got a cool vibe in there. It's kind of got, like, an adventurer's club kind of vibe. It's very, like,
1: bougie. leather,
0: and there are maps, and, like, it's it's really, really great. They're um, bougie, though. Oh, very bougie. Like, you, like you're not,
1: like, stumbling out of the pool and walking up there. Like, you're not going to feel, like, you're, like, looking cute to go there.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. And then there is Currents which is the adult bar with, that is up on the pool deck. So talking about a completely different vibe. <laughs> there, there's currents, which is the adult bar at the pool. Again, great drinks, very, you know, frozen cocktails, pina coladas, strawberry daiquiri sitting by the pool, very much the vibe there. And then there are a couple other bars kind of scattered throughout. There's one that's in the main lobby, which is called the Bon Voyage bar. And there's pretty like straightforward things there, like beer and a couple of cocktails. But like, if you want to drink, you can find a way on a Disney cruise. That's for sure.
1: Yeah, there's literally drinks at every corner.
0: Yes. (laughs) Yes. But then also in the adult area, they have the Wave, which is the, you know, I'm going to put in air quotes, swim up bar that is literally located inside of the pool in the Mm -hmm. adult-only area, which is amazing. And then they have the Outlook, which is a bar located on the pool deck, but on the family friendly side. And then the Cove Cafe, coffee shop by day bougie amazing cocktail bar by night <laughs> I
1: mean, so we you got a lot that. of options
0: what we do, do honestly, you need we do. a place
1: to get your coffee in the morning and your drinks at night and then mid-afternoon you just combine the two of them and get coffee with your cocktail so you know love it it's the way to do it love it
0: <laughs> but bottom line is there's so many places to drink and like you said each one has a completely different vibe which is really cool yeah i mean if you're on a disney cruise and we're on the cruise with you you're most likely going to find us in the Champagne Bar. That's where you can bet your money. Or Meridian Lounge. Check those two places. If you ever lose us, that's where we'll be.
1: So true. You you always find your way home to those two bars. (laughs) Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. After we make a stop at the nursery. Now. (laughs) (laughs)
1: We did talk about there are no drink packages aboard Disney Cruise Line, but we did say we have some hacks for you about how to save money and still drink a lot. So we're going to kick it off it's talking about drink specials and happy hours, because one of the things that you guys first mentioned to me was check the Navigator app and see what happy hour is, which yes. 10 out of 10 was great. But we have to start with my favorite, which was the drink special. It's a drink of the day. It's $5.50. It changes every single day. You never know what you're going to get until that day. You hop on the Navigator app and it tells you what the drink of the day is. There's also a non-alcoholic drink of the day, which I will say 90% of the time, those were frozen. But it switches every single day. 550, then they add on like the 18% gratuity. But it's mm-hmm. not bad. People I, I heard mixed opinions when I started it. People were like, oh, the drinks are just, you know, super fruity and not strong. I don't think anything was overly sweet, and I watched them pour, make their pours, and they weren't like light pours. They were mm. a normal size pour. So for 550, super impressed. A great way to save some money when on the cruise.
2: Yeah, that's definitely a good deal. Unfortunately for us on our cruises, the drink of the day was always a frozen cocktail, and look, there's a time and a place for a frozen cocktail, do not get me wrong, but I can't have multiple frozen cocktails. Correct. They're too sweet. There's also not going to really be that much alcohol, to be honest. Brain
0: freeze. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, for us, we never, ever did the drink of the day. Not once. Yeah. I totally get that, because, especially with frozen drinks, you can't just, like, drink it. It's like... It's almost a meal. Like, yes. it, it's it's filling, you know what I mean? Yeah. So there's only, there's only so much you can do. But I will say, on our cruise, there was not one day where the drink of the day that was alcoholic was frozen, which was nice. Because I probably would have ordered it once and then not again. But I came back to the bar and ordered it multiple times. I will say, the only other thing, because you can get it at, like, pretty much any bar. Like, I saw them make it at La Piazza. So it's not just, like, the pool bar situation. I will say, though, at the pool bar, some days it was in like, you know, like a vat of the drink where they would like pour it. Other days they would hand make it. So it really just Mm -hmm. depended on. It was always better, of course, when they made it like in front of you. But overall, such a great deal.
0: And I distinctly remember watching your stories, Bethany, and you were posting when you could. Mm -hmm. And you were posting your drink of the day. And Bella was like, what the heck with these drink of the day and she was so pissed because like all of ours were absolutely frozen and you were having these great looking cocktails i mean for five dollars for 50 like are you kidding me exactly it was it, it looked awesome so it was like a <laughs> core memory for me of bella being so angry at your stories I,
1: mean, I, I love it i'll post every single drink of the day that i have over on our instagram like feed um because that's awesome I took screenshots every single day. I will say, I was sitting at the bar one time, the pool bar, and the guy next to me was like, oh, you order it with an extra shot, like, you know, because why not? And I was like, oh, cool, sounds great, not worth it. Literally, it made my five fifty drink become like thirteen dollars, mm. and it, no. it was not even a full shot that they poured it in on top. And I was like, mm, no. zero, not Bethany approved, not the main nope. street dish approved. We do not do that. <laughs> Absolutely not. Just get the five fifty cocktail of the day, how it is, and it's totally worth it. And it's because again, you can
0: get two five fifty cocktails and you will end up paying less. <laughs>
1: exactly. And I will say they were never like overly sweet. A lot of cranberry juice acai things that are mm. on the more oh. like you know not on the sweet side. Which which was nice because you know you expect things to be super tropical. They had a mojito one day, which was lovely. Um, nice. So always just see you can pull up the Navigator app. It's on like the first page, and it tells you what the drink of the day is.
0: That's awesome. Love it. So I think
2: our favorite is definitely the happy hour.
0: Happy hour is amazing. That was a great thing that we discovered on the on the Navigator app. We we yeah. found that. Yeah, and it was um,
2: not until our second cruise we went on. A seven-night cruise, and we did not—we were not aware of this. Uh, and again, the first-time cruisers, we were so overwhelmed with, you know, so much yeah. to do, so many options, so many things, and we really figured out what we want out of a cruise from that cruise to you know apply to our second cruise. it's a learning
0: curve yeah exactly <laughs> um
1: so it was also are. your honeymoon though so like yeah yeah, yeah it was yeah <laughs> exactly. we, yeah absolutely you had like yeah, a wedding you, beforehand so it's not like right. you just focus and like prep on the yeah. cruise and the cruise only
0: absolutely yeah, this is a good
2: point but here we are now telling you you know
1: be
0: better to, than us, yeah, be better than us. Yes.
2: <laughs> but we found the literally the first day we got on the ship i was like oh Happy Happy hour. hour. So, like you said in the beginning of this episode, we went to the Champagne Bar, got this amazing cocktail that we are currently drinking. I believe we each got two. Yeah. And then we went to Remy afterwards. And it is a steal. For a good cocktail, it is a steal. It really significantly discounts the price of the cocktail. Yes. And uh, the happy hour changes. Mm -hmm. It's not always the same bar.
0: No. It does jump around. Yeah. But our champagne cocktails were $8.
1: Yeah. $8. I I will say, I agree with you. It hops around for different bars, and it hops around what the deal you're getting. It will say in the Navigator app what your deal is. So, like, for us at the champagne bar, it was 20% off any drink that was under $20. Sure. So, and then you hop to a different bar, and it's, like, you know, maybe two bucks off a beer or something along those lines. So, yeah.
0: yeah. But a great way to take advantage, and also a really cool way to sit and drink in all the different bars and give yourself Mm -hmm. an opportunity to try them all out. But like, we could not say no to an $8 champagne cocktail. We were like, we'll have four. Thank you.
1: I'm just, I'm just a little bitter because you didn't, I don't think you actually recommended that drink to me when I was on board. I don't recall hearing that one. Sorry. Whoops. Sorry. (laughs) That was an oversight on our part.
0: I know, but I did, I did give you another great drink hack though.
1: Uh, this actually might be the best drink hack on Disney Cruise Line, like point blank period.
0: It It is a huge, huge hack. And and it's so funny because we were just reading the menu and we were at Pink Champagne Bar when I found this, the, the place of amazing things. And it's literally written in the menu in the bottom yes. corner. And it's called the sommelier's bin. Yes. And what it is essentially is, you know, you, you're in a place like Pink Champagne Bar and someone orders a glass of Vuv. hmm And you open the bottle and a bottle of champagne is only good for 24 hours at the most. So... You know, if you open the bottle and no one else comes in to order a glass of Ouv, when he gets to that point, they're going to put it in the familiar's bin mm-hmm. and you're going to get it at an incredibly discounted price. Yep. And that goes for everything, wines, um, champagnes, at all the major bars on the ship. So mm-hmm. if you're looking for a great deal and you could, and you might not have a great find, I mean, it's literally whatever someone orders, but I had a glass of Dom Perignon at Pink Champagne Bar and it was, I think... Nine,
1: it's 11 eight or now. nine dollars, 11, eleven. But for eleven dollars, like, crazy, still crazy. Great. Fully and agreed. It's just,
0: it was an incredible find, and it was like one of those things where, like, every time I sat down, I'm like, "What's in the bin?" <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly. And like, you don't know what's in the bin. You tell them what you want. You're like red, red, white or champagne. You tell them that and they'll pull it out of the bin. I actually did it a few times. But the one time I did it at Meridian Lounge, I was ordering a glass of just like normal, the cheap champagne. And then I was like, and then I'll do one from the bin just and she was like, you're gonna want to take two from the bin. And she was not kidding. It was like an imperial champagne that was phenomenal Mm. and like 25 bucks a glass or something that I got both of them for $22. So always ask about the sommelier bin. It is totally worth it. And they have it at most places. And it's like you said, because, you know, the menus are in the Navigator app now. It is in the very bottom of the Navigator app. You have to scroll down through everything. And I feel like people just don't know about it. I mean, even the one bartender was like, the what? And I was like, the bin. And the other guy was like, the bin. (laughs) But it's like, you
0: actually have to walk up and you have to whisper and you'd be like, someone told me about the bin. Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) But it's such a good hack because even, I mean, I got a glass of red wine from it too. And it was like a $20 glass of red wine for $11. So,
0: and it was delicious.
1: So that's a good hack.
0: It, it might be the hack but I mean there there is there is I think another thing that you can do to like ensure that you drink well on your cruise and we'll get to that at the end but this is like if you're sitting and you and you really are not picky yeah. I think part of it is you, you have to be just like kind of non-discriminatory towards any type of alcohol in which we don't discriminate against alcohol no. so <laughs> we will drink until we get to anything. One
1: Tasting where Bella and I will discriminate against a type of alcohol we'll get there uh, <laughs> yeah. we'll
0: get there but it's a great it's a great hack just ask and you know you want a glass of white just see whatever they give you yeah Totally worth it. It's the
1: best. So yes, there is not drink packages. However, there's great ways to save money. And and to that I will say, because since we're talking about like price point here, I was actually impressed by the price of cocktails on Disney Cruise Line compared to Disney Parks. Yes. It was yes. significantly cheaper. Like every cocktail at dinner was like 8 or $9. It, nothing was incredibly expensive. Like you go to Disney and you sit, have, sit down at Oga's, you're getting a $16 cocktail, $16 to $18. I honestly don't think I paid that from, much for any a cocktail. From, from a, a spigot. From a spigot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I paid that much for any cocktail on Disney Cruise Line. Um I was very impressed with how heavy the pours were and how cheap the alcohol was in relation to Disney parks because that's where my bar was set, and I was pleasantly yes. surprised when it was not that expensive.
0: Yes, absolutely. And, I mean, you can... Pay. Like, you could spend $200 on a bottle of champagne if you want. They're they're not going to tell you that. You could spend what,
1: $25,000? Is that what that one is at Remy? Insane. It's probably more than that, actually.
0: Oh my God. There's a a bottle of wine that's.
1: I think think that one actually might be $40,000 at Remy. So
2: I would like to have. (laughs) (laughs) Don't say that! (laughs) Because I know you are off your rocker right now. (laughs) Look, no, 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 no. No, no, no. I would like to be able to have the means to just be like, yeah.
0: And no, problem. Then, you know, what we should do is we should get like a sleep agent to be in there all night and then be like, then we'll run and be like, what's in the bin? Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's why you always ask what's in the bin, because it could be a $40,000 bottle of wine.
1: Well, I don't oh think that's going to be in the bin for the record, but <laughs> <No>.
0: <laughs> I'd be if I ordered it, I'd be buried with it. I would be like, put I this mean, in I like, mean, you spill one <laughs> drop
1: of that on the table. That's like a $150 drop of wine. Got Immediately, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> If I were the server and I had to pour a $40,000 bottle of wine, I would just be shaking the whole time. I'd be like, this ain't for me. This is not my job. No. <laughs> <laughs> I want to confirm that it's $40,000. Now I'm curious. I think it's forty. They give you a whole tour when you walk into Remy about how expensive it
0: is. Yeah, they have a beautiful wine. It's not a cellar, but they have a whole wine room, and you can actually sit in there. Maybe yeah. we should try to do that. I mean, we need to know how much this is.
1: I'm really curious right now. It's $25,000. Which, you know, after saying 40, it kind of sounds like a bargain. What a deal. <laughs> it is a bargain. Almost half of what we expected. Exactly. <laughs> but it is a 1947 Blanc. That is wow. impressive. It is oh the same wine God. that the food critic drank in Ratatouille. And they tell you that when you got in. But spe- on that polar opposite side of pricing. But there is I will say I was very impressed by cocktail prices on Disney cruise line. Nothing was crazy expensive.
0: No. And you know a lot of when you're doing the adult dining especially at, at a Remy, they do offer wine pairings and things to go with the menu. And those are also if you're looking at <laughs> yes, you're looking at an additional surcharge on top of a surcharge for having the yeah, meal. Yeah, Remy
1: was 119 dollars for my wine pairing.
0: Right, but, like, the quality of the wine, if you if you do it in context of what you're getting and the mm-hmm. pours you're getting over the amount of courses you're getting, yeah, those are also a great deal. Mm-hmm. We were so stupid during the champagne brunch, and we'll talk about... Th- this will be our third episode when we're talking about adult dining. Yeah. But we were so stupid to not do the pairing. Yeah. And we were like, actually, we want one glass of the... I think we had, like, a there was a vuve Rosé, maybe, that we were I like, well, i was, just yeah. get one glass of that each. And the one glass of that each was the total cost of the pairing yeah and I was like stupid 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 I was like never do that again but if you want the pairing get the pairing that's it is great deals for the quality you're getting for sure
1: and I got a free pour during my pairing on my dinner at Remy so they brought an extra an extra wine I'm not gonna say no to that I was like it was actually a Skywalker uh Pinot Noir wow which is pretty cool George Lucas has a wine yes winery and he actually they actually make really good wine he obviously has mo- money to hire a really good winemaker but um, yeah very impressed with skywalker wine in general but see again there's so many ways that you can save and we have another one too which we none of us have done but this is a thing where you can buy your wine package on board disney cruise line where you can buy like six premium bottles or six you know just standard bottles they're honestly not terribly expensive either and Disney is very good at making sure your wine travels with you too, because these you can yes. drink in the restaurants without paying a corkage fee. Yes, love, love that.
0: <laughs> love that. But they they will they'll bring like the minute you sit down they'll be they'll bring your wine out to you.
2: Yes, which we have we did buy a bottle of wine at Palo one night. <laughs> And then it transferred to our, right? It was Paolo. It was. Yeah. And then it, it went to our dinner the next night, which I love that if you don't finish the bottle, which sometimes, you know, you may not.
1: Um, uh, but I'm kind of like, <laughs> I am judging both of you. There was two yeah. of you and you didn't finish the bottle.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, my God.
1: Continue. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: but if you, if you don't finish the bottle, it does travel with you to your next... Dining, which could be, you know, another anywhere, adult anywhere dining. It ship. could be, yeah, any any of the restaurants on the ship. So that is a really nice perk. Yeah. And you're kind of stretching your money a little yeah. bit in that
1: way. Absolutely. I did look up pricing. I don't know if this is completely accurate to what's on board right now, because I know that, like, pricing has gone up a little bit. Like, for example, the wine bin. Uh, But, like, three bottles start at $95, which I don't think is a terrible deal for three decent bottles of wine. Going up to seven is only 199 that's not wow. that's not a bad deal.
0: No, oh, that's no really not, not at all
1: considering I think the bottle
2: of wine that we bought at Pala was like 35 40 bucks
0: yeah oh yeah for sure for
2: one bottle and there were definitely more expensive options on there
0: Oh absolutely mm-hmm. and, I mean, but I mean even the standard package you're not getting like swill you know like yeah. <laughs> you're gonna get good stuff but uh, great ways to just like save a little bit
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And even speaking of that, because we, we touched on this in the lap, last episode about bringing wine on board. You are allowed yes. two bottles of either wine or champagne or a six-pack of beer per person per port. So you either get two bottles of wine or a six-pack. Yes. Which, when we got on, my mother doesn't drink, I brought four bottles of wine. And that lasted me throughout like pretty much my entire cruise. And if you do not drink them in the dining room, there is no corkage fee. So essentially... I literally got into because I was like, how am I going to get four bottles of wine? Because uh, how busy my schedule was. But I will say the Portland airport has a wine shop and you, they do not charge you more for anything in Portland airport that you would pay on the streets. So I got my four bottles of wine and I carried my four bottles right through the airport right down there. It was amazing. So 11. when we go on
0: our next cruise, you're going to stock us up is what you're I'll, saying.
1: Yeah, I'll bring all the wine. Thank up, you.
0: Right. Por- Thank I'm you, a, Portland. Yeah, <laughs> God bless you, Portland. I mean,
1: you'll have some good Oregonian Orgo- wine. You can't complain about that. But honestly, no, not at all. That is such a good hack, though. And I will say, I think they will bring you like a you know a wine opener in order to open your wine. But my hack is just buy bottles that are screw up tops because.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah. so Who was easy. Time for
1: that? Exactly. And so many good wineries now use screw tops instead of corks. Like, are probably mm. one of our biggest wineries out here that makes great wine. They've completely switched to just screw tops now. So.
0: Yeah. So I just bought it at the liquor store a Sauvignon Blanc that's from Wine Bar George, and it's a screw top. Yep. Like, it's the way of the world yeah, now. Exactly.
1: exactly. But it's great. But it's a great way to save money when getting on the cruise. And that's per port. I will say it's not the e- necessarily the easiest thing to find wine in other ports. Like you're not finding wine, obviously, on Castaway Key. Like that's not happening. Right. Um, but you know, if you wander around a bit, you could find a liquor store and get yourself some good good liquor for or wine or beer for a cheaper price. So. A Definitely. good hack that I don't think enough people take advantage of, and I think people are scared that they're going to get a corkage fee, and you're only getting that if you go to dinner and they open it at dinner. So pour your glass of wine before you go to dinner and take the glass with you. They won't charge you.
0: Or yes, guess what? and they
1: won't judge either.
0: There ain't no corkage fee on your veranda.
1: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's a great hack. Again, there is no drinking package but there's so many ways that you can hack it in order to not spend a crazy amount of money on alcohol
0: absolutely and if you're booking with touring plans again and bethany's giving you bubbly the juice up on the deck is free so you're looking at make your own mimosas every morning
1: exactly and you could have potentially you going on a cruise with somebody else you could have six bottles of wine for free well you pay for Um, your own that you bring on but you know what i'm saying
0: right But unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. So,
1: just definitely a good hack is bringing on your own wine. Absolutely. Or beer. Um,
0: Or beer. I will say,
1: though, they are very picky. So, like, it says wine or beer. Like, people have had seltzers that have been pulled, and they will not let them bring on a hard seltzer. Like, it depends on... Yeah, there's no joke. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's not cider. It's not anything. It's literally beer. So. They have their rules. They do.
0: They do. But... Let's move on to like one of my favorite things. It's my favorite thing,
1: Disney yeah, Cruise Line, so it, yeah. and our ma- favorite, our
0: things. collective favorite thing—the mainstream <laughs> disapproved thing to do on a Disney cruise—that yeah. we have never done together, but we will—are the tastings. Yes, mm-hmm. the tastings are. I mean, we'll talk about it now, but when Belle and I did our our cruises, the tastings were literally the most amazing deal. Yes. Yes. You got incredible amounts of alcohol for very, very cheap. We're talking like fifteen to twenty-five dollars.
1: Cute. That doesn't happen anymore. But. <laughs> Not anymore.
0: <laughs> Thanks, COVID. Yeah, no, I don't know why, but but even still, but like even right now, the price is what, around forty, forty-five. It is for
1: between forty and fifty dollars per tasting per person.
0: Which okay. is still a great deal. Honestly, though, no. it is it, it a went, phenomenal. It went from deal. a steal. It went from a steal to a deal. We'll yeah, say, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I
2: mean, you're getting with these tastings. I would say four at minimum. Yeah, maybe three. And it's <laughs> so they have so many options, so many different types of tastings. So like, you don't have to. You can try so many different things. Yeah. You can pick things that you you know are you really like like wine or champagne you can be adventurous You just have so many options which i love and the price point is amazing
1: yeah even now yep yeah yeah i'll run quickly through like some of them we got like beer bourbon champagne chocolate and liquor martini mixology rum a wine tasting tequila and margarita tasting like that's just some of them that's not even all of them but there are so many different options that happen so many points in your cruise i will say at before we like dive into them I will say it's important to note you need a reservation yes. These you have to book so when you're whatever your you know day that you can book dining reservations opens it is also for tastings. so you need to book them however when you are on board you also can see if there's availability and on my cruise there was availability all week like I hopped into last-minute tastings because there was still room
0: that's a great hack too. And I think that there are some that are definitely more desirable than others. I'll say the mixology is probably one of the more popular I ones. But never
1: get into it. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that one was more po- And we were lucky enough to do that one on our second cruise because we were kind of like adamant on getting that one really fast because we tried to get onto it on our honeymoon and there was no room. The champagne is actually pretty popular as well. And honestly, the bourbon was sold out both times that we did it but there are some kind of heavy hitters, but like absolutely always check and ask because the only reason there's such limited availability is because they're kind of like not, they're not just tastings, but they're like informational seminars too. You get so much good information about champagne. For example, you know, the history, you learn about the different houses, you learn about how they're made, you learn about why they were made, you learn about the happy accidents that turned into amazing champagne, like, and you get to taste all these things. It's really, and, and high quality too. We didn't mention that, but like you're paying, you know, 45, $50 for a champagne, but you're getting like hundreds of dollars worth of different bottles of, individual bottles of champagne.
1: Right, and you're not getting pours of, like, cheap anything, especially like the wine and the champagne tastings. Like, they are expensive bottles that you are getting pours from that would be very expensive if you ordered them at the bar. And I will point out that we had the same person for both our champagne and chocolate and liquor tasting, and he was a sommelier. And so he had, like, a wealth of information that he was giving us, and it was again, like Colin said, it's not just educational, or it's not just... (laughs) It is educational. That's what we're calling yeah. it. It's class, okay? I'm going to school. Yep. Uh, it's, not, it's not just tastings. You do learn a lot about what you're doing. So it's a fun time, though, and they're all about an hour. They, they're listed to yeah. run about an hour. We had yep. some that definitely were a little bit shorter, but it's a lot to drink in a short period of time. Absolutely. Oh, yes,
2: it is. I think my favorite one that we did was our tequila tasting.
0: We did oh, it on our honeymoon, Lord.
2: and it was the first tasting we had done. It was. And, yeah. It, we got three shots of tequila. And
0: full. Full. No, yeah. no, they were almost double. Sh- they were, like, yeah, literally yeah. double shots of tequila.
2: With and, and what was cool was each shot had, you know, you you'd normally take a tequila shot with salt and lime. Right. Each tequila shot had a different thing to accompany it. So there was, like, an orange slice for one And cinnamon, them. yeah. Cinnamon, yeah. There was sugar. It, it was very, very interesting with, you know, how the different flavors brought out the different, you know, flavor of the tequila. But, um... Then we also got a margarita. Two. Two margaritas. <laughs> now, the margaritas weren't. They were, like, probably half margaritas. Yeah. But still. Still. Um, and then because we were on our honeymoon, the people next to us bought us a margarita at the end because, Aww. yeah, they were. Well,
0: they, they, it was so funny. It's like, it's like we were staring into our future. They were like, we just dropped our kid off at the nursery and we want to get drunk. And <laughs> yeah. So they yeah. were like, well, let's buy a round of margaritas. Yeah. And I distinctly remember, like. They, like, we finished up our margaritas, and they're like, oh, we have to go get our kid, like, have a great cruise, have a great cruise, whatever. And then, like, Bella looked at me, and she's like, I can't stand. <laughs> like, I can't stand up. No. But, like, no. but talk about the volume of tequila that we drank, and good tequila. Like, we were drinking, like, Patron, we were drinking high, high-shelf tequila, yeah. and incredibly delicious, like, a, fr- a classic margarita. I think we ended up with, like, a passion fruit lime margarita, or something yeah. really delicious. Um, and then, actually, the guy who ran the class made us the, mar- the full margaritas after. So, like, it was delicious, and we were pretty toasty after that.
1: Yeah. Well, I feel like the, it has all key ingredients for, like, really getting you at a point, because it is such a short period of time and such a high volume of alcohol. So when you, like, think about the price point, because right now that's $40 for the tequila and margarita tasting, you are well getting your money's worth Oh, at yes. That. Because you look at the tequila tasting in Disney World, it's like $150 a person. Like that's like to put it into perspective of how, now it sounds cheap when I say 40 bucks. It's like a bargain. Oh, Oh, absolutely. So cheap.
2: And honestly, like I like tequila and I love my margaritas, but I'm not the type of person to try different types of tequila. So this was a great way for us to try different types of tequila that I would have never, ever in my lifetime tried.
1: Yeah.
0: But like the shot of Anejo with the orange and the cinnamon was like, I was like, that was delicious. Yeah, yeah. But like, never would we have ever
1: no. thought
0: no. to do that. No. But even, and every tasting is different, of course, you get different things. Like the champagne one was was definitely a lot more history because there's so much history. Yes. An interesting history with champagne, talking about the rise and the fall of different houses and how that all, the, the integration of that worked in that small area of France where it can only be champagne if it's from champagne. The stem to stern wine tasting was really good because... They kind of did it as a blind wine tasting. We ended up doing three whites, three reds. And what they did is they put the menus in front of all the bottles and we would drink the wine and we would talk about what you tasted. And then we would kind of have to determine as a group where it was from and what kind of wine it was, Mm -hmm. which was actually a really cool thing to do because it just made you appreciate, really think about, it made you feel fancy. You know, you were swirling the wine and smelling it and you were (laughs) like, I smell grapes
1: this is a wow white. a master. Yeah, over this is there. a white. This is, this is a white wine. Bethany,
0: <laughs> between the two of us, it was truly a masterclass in <laughs> wine tasting. But I w- I'm not to toot my own horn, but I got three right.
1: I got none right.
0: With the with the, with the location and the type of wine. Wow, oh, yeah, you're
1: yeah. about to be a yeah. sommelier in no time. Oh, and yeah. I
0: looked it up. I was like, you know what? I was texting my sister, and she's like, we should do it. And I was like, after that, I was like, oh, yeah, I could totally do it. And then I looked it up and I was like, absolutely not.
1: (laughs) No, they do not mess around. They go through so much training. It's impressive.
0: It's impressive. But I can say, you know, I did my wine tasting and got three rights. So um, I
1: just sat there and enjoyed my wine. Yes, (laughs) you did. And as you should, though. As you should. um, (laughs) I will say, go, go, because you have a funny story I can tell.
0: No, no. But I'm just the other thing to think about when you do these tastings is that we talked about the, how they're small and there's you know limited availability. It's because they're done like within the bars, and some some of the tastings are really cool. Like for example, we did the we did the and Mojito tasting. We did it on Castaway Cay.
1: Oh, that's
2: like, cool.
0: On the island. Yeah, we did. Which that was like was really such a cool. I mean, that the, that helped. <laughs> The caperina was not amazing, <laughs> but nope, but the view, not. like doing nope. it on the island, was, was actually specific. really cool. But like generally, there's very limited seating, so it's very like yes. you're very intimate. And I know that like. Two of the three of us are not great at in like those like <laughs> sitting next to strangers wow. situations. Calling us
1: out because you're yeah. the one that's good at it so fine. <laughs> I am.
0: I can talk to a wall, but like it is, you are going to be like sharing tables with people yes. and sitting shoulder to shoulder. But it is, you're all there to drink. Like yes. it's, a, it kind of is a cool like camaraderie. And then we ended up like seeing people on the elevator who we were like champagne tasting like exactly. it was like it was really cool
1: i'll agree with you on that one because the one day at sea i actually did three tastings in one day i will say i just edited the vlog for that one i yeah. am drunk at the end of the <laughs> i was like i was like this is embarrassing do i even put this on the internet i mean it's not that yes. bad i can tell that i'm drunk Um, but I did three of them and I did them all by myself. So I went alone. I sat at a table with someone else every single time. So the beer tasting, I sat with a guy, the champagne tasting, I sat with another girl. Everybody was super nice though. Like they were there by themselves too. So like you kind of have that like bond and so I, even not being social, I definitely am more social when I drink. So it definitely helps. So it's like everybody, I think. I think it's a, yeah, yeah.
0: It's a good, it's a good time. And like everyone's there for a tasting for like, for the same, you're all there for the same reason.
1: But if if you are considering going alone, do it because it's still worth it.
0: Oh, absolutely. Because I'll end up probably going, if we went on another cruise with Bella and I, I would go to the bourbon tasting alone. Bella would not come to the bourbon tasting, but I would go alone. (laughs) So it's just, it goes to show that even if you're a little hesitant about it, like knowing that it's like you know in a closed bar and you're literally like literally some of the bars like in the champagne when we were shoulder to shoulder yeah and sharing these little small like tables with people but we were with like i think we were with two women who were just on the cruise together and they were just like oh we're just having a good time having a girls trip and we had the best time talking to them Mm -hmm. during the champagne tasting so it's a really cool experience to do great deal you're getting you're getting good alcohol you're getting pretty (laughs) You're feeling good when you leave. You are. Yeah.
1: What would you say was your guys's favorite that you guys have done? Oof.
2: Okay, well, champagne, I have two.
1: Okay, fine. So, we we'll have you, cha- we'll you two. Yeah, this, yeah, there's yeah, no rules to this. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, I definitely, the champagne is number one for me, mainly because that's where my love of champagne started. I don't think I really ever really drank champagne prior to that. Definitely not the good stuff. Like, you yeah.
1: got cheap champagne. You, got, you were drinking Andre. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly.
0: We were like, how about this fine glass of cupcake Prosecco? Yes. <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs>
0: You're like, it's champagne, right? Yeah, yeah.
2: exactly. God. Um, so I think just like the, the person we had that was running the class, he was incredibly knowledgeable, as they all are. But he really made me appreciate champagne in a different way. And just the types of champagne that we tried were just outstanding. And to this day, we still buy those bottles whenever we have like a special occasion. We do. Birth of our child.
0: We bought. We (laughs) bought the same bottle we had at the tasting. Yeah, as you should. Yeah.
2: Um, Imperial Ice.
0: Yeah, the Chandon Imperial Ice. Uh,
2: That's (laughs) life-changing champagne. champagne. It's good. (laughs) It's really good. It's real good. Um, But the champagne was number one for me, and also number one. (laughs) I hate to say it. Because I'm not like <clears throat> here's the thing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we're at a confessional. I'm just sitting I, back here just it. like so, with so bated breath. The yeah.
2: mojito and caparinha tasting, because it was on the island and it was just like such a vibe was was up there uh, close with champagne. Yeah. However, I hate Caparinha. Like Same. it is the worst drink.
1: I think ever I, I think that is the first time I ever had it and I had done like we were some I was doing a and a on like Instagram and you commented and we like so what's oh, yeah. your thoughts on it and I was like it was like friends only I was like that is the worst drink I've ever had in my entire life yes like, I always say never leave alcohol behind I would leave mm-hmm. that behind the mojitos though phenomenal so good phenomenal but I was like so what is this and like it's- horrible I'm it's horrible. just
0: it, it is a, it is related to the mojito it's brazilian yeah right it's a brazilian form of liquor mm-hmm. um and it is essentially a mojito but it's made with caparino which is the that bitter super bitter Yeah,
1: it's super bitter, super
0: bitter so if you're into that like bitter taste you will really like it it is refreshing in a way but like something about having those incredible mojitos literally on Castaway K with mm. the ship in the distance, yeah. like in that clear blue water, yeah. it was... It was a good vibe. Oh, yeah. And especially when we did our bike rental, we, like, rode our bikes to the tasting, and we were like, can we ride our bikes back to the ship? I don't <laughs> no, know. <laughs> I could not after
1: that. I I literally passed out on the floor. I was, like, flat on the floor after it. And I, like, I was like, I'm ordering room service right now. I am so drunk. I was also, I did bring my mom to that tasting, and my mom doesn't really drink, so I was, like, double-timing my drinks. I've already a oh, lot God. of drinks. And, yeah, it was rough after that. I won't lie. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: No. The, but it, the
1: room service hit different though after that oh yeah it certainly does
0: i would agree with you though on the champagne tasting i feel like that was the most like life-altering you <laughs> know like I, uh, tasting was life-altering it sounds so like weird but it was i mean it really changed the way that we drink because yeah. we were so informed and we had it was just such a cool experience but i actually thought that the uh, the mixology class mm-hmm. was really cool I love making a cocktail. I love being, you know, playing at being a bartender. I think it's really fun for me. And it was cool to kind of like... And we did it in Meridian Lounge, which was a really classy place to go. And it was cool to step behind that bar and like make mm-hmm. a good cocktail, which yeah, was really that, fun. Yeah, that was cool. Um, and
2: I will say with that, I think there were six drinks.
0: Six drinks, yeah.
2: Which is ridiculous. And...
0: And you had to drink the drinks that other people made. Yes. So, if they were, like, really heavy handed, you know what I mean? Like, you could, like, Me. really go, like, full <laughs> send. You know? Full send.
1: Yeah, right? She's I, like, stop. It's... I'm like, I don't know what you're
2: saying. Yeah. Continue. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Next time, we'll Sandra all do Lee it. Sandra Lee over here. We'll all do it, and we'll make drinks for one another. Yeah, that's yes. right. So, three out of the six will be incredibly strong. That's right. But I'm it is really cool, yeah, because you get to, you know, make the drinks, and you see how they're, how they're done, and that one was... I did like that. It one was a cool, movie.
0: it was it, like we talked about like being on the island, being in the Meridian Lounge, like being there was really, it was a cool vibe, a cool opportunity. But Bethany, mm-hmm. what was your favorite?
1: My favorite? Or whatever
0: favorites you had.
1: (laughs) I I have one that's distinctively my favorite, and it was actually the first one I did, and that was the chocolate and liquor tasting. Mm -hmm. So you got to try, like, there was a red wine, there was a champagne, there was a port, and I think there was a whiskey, and you were pairing it with all different types of chocolates, like melting chocolates, solid chocolates. The one, like, chocolate that they had was $300 a pound. So, like, you get good deals out of these things, yeah. And they also had, which I appreciate this, because, again, I'm not the world's biggest sweet person, But they also had Parmesan cheese. So you had that saltiness where you could mix it. And they like progressed you through taking steps of like how the liquor changed on your palate depending on what you ate. And to me, that was hands down the best tasting that I went to. And Darlene said the same thing. I brought her to two tastings and she absolutely loved the chocolate and liquor one. It was outstanding. It was by far the most worth it to me. It is 50 bucks, but I would spend it again in a heartbeat. Definitely. Take my money. Yeah. I love that one. And I will say, I do have feedback on one I would never do again. Hmm. Beer. The beer tasting. Absolutely horrible. Not worth $40. I will say that right now. I do, Colin and I will both say, we're both craft beer snobs without a doubt. However, it was five samples of beer. And that's all you got in the tasting. And it was $40. It is not worth the price at all. Again, the host was amazing. Gave a great history about beer. But for five samples of standard, it wasn't even like any cool type of craft beer five standard tastings of beer is not worth $40. So to me, that is a 100% skip.
0: Absolutely. Unless you're trying to like beer. No, then, <laughs> I, then just go
1: sit at the bar and talk to the bartender is what I say. The, uh, it's a they
0: skip. will give you, yeah, they I'm going to need Disney to rework
1: that one because it was $23. And I'd say for $23, fine. For $40, no, it's five of the little tasters of beer. That's just a flight of beer. It's not worth 40 bucks.
0: No, absolutely not. I think something that's kind of getting big in the craft beer industry right now, especially, I mean, because I work in craft beer and Bethany did work, did work mm-hmm. in craft beer, is beer cocktails are getting yes. really big. So I wonder if that would be a cool way to twist it. And that might honestly be a little bit more worth it to like have sure. more beer cocktails because then I I could justify a $40 there and not like Sam Adams. It's know, Sam Adams. Yes. <laughs> there we, so there we go. Like, like you know, you know, you a lot of times you get what you pay for, but not in that situation.
1: Exactly. But if we go on Disney Cruise Line in the future and they now have a beer cocktail tasting, I'm going to say someone from Disney listened to this podcast. I'm just saying.
0: Disney, if you're listening, we say that <laughs> almost every episode. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but yeah, uh, there it's such a great deal for most every single one to go and do tastings. And it's such a, such a fun experience. You have different hosts that really make the entire thing as well. So you can't go wrong with it.
0: No, great. informational... Boozy. yeah Good. it's a
2: great way to spend an hour mm-hmm. absolutely and if you time it right you can do it right before your dinner yep
0: <laughs> <laughs> also they do have a lot more availability and more options on sea days so yes. when you are cruising and you have and you see a c day jump on tastings on a sea day because like there are a lot more opportunities for them
1: yeah that's the day I did three I think I started at 11 p.m or 11 a.m and I went to 10 pm so Tasty all day long, but day. always good. Always really good.
0: So we talked about, mostly we talked about bars and things on The Dream and the Fantasy, but of course the Disney Wish is making its inaugural sailing this summer, which we are all very, very excited about. But there's also some really, really cool looking bars and lounges on The Wish. And we'll just run through them really quick, but like they have the Rose Lounge, which is essentially going to be the Meridian Lounge of The Wish, and... Of course, it's giving us like Enchanted Rose vibes because everything's kind of Beauty and the Beast themed, which Bella's super excited for. Oh, all in. All in for. So I wonder if there'll be any like repeat cocktails or like I wonder if they'll have tableside cocktails at the Rose, <gasps> That'd Rose Lounge. That'd be so great. Wouldn't that be amazing? That would be great. Then of course, we have Hyperspace Lounge, which kind of sounds like Oga. I mean, it's, Oga's, of course. It's what I'm
1: most looking forward to because I feel like it's going to be Oga's, but what I want Oga's to be. Like they're going to make the drinks in front of you. They're not going to be pouring drinks out of a spigot and I'm here for that. There's Here no way it. that they're going to pour drinks out of a spigot in there.
0: But also I saw that it's kind of designed after the Skyline bar. Love. So it's very much like the Skyline bar where it goes through the different skylines of famous places across the world, but it's going to be going through famous skylines of the Star Wars universe, Love which that. I think is really cool. Um, then they have Nightingales, which is going to be a piano bar, which is, of course, themed after Cinderella, which is what the lobby is themed after is Cinderella. Um, but a really cool piano bar that's right after Grand Hall, they'll have the Bayou, which is a Tiana-themed coffee and cocktail place where they're potentially serving beignets. I
1: hope. They better. I'm going to be so mad if they don't. That is a missed opportunity.
0: They better. And then the other thing is they have a cake and compass, which is going to be a sports bar, but it's going to be themed after like 1800s Norwegian sailing maps and kind of Norse mythology and seafaring mythology, which will be really cool for like for a sports bar to be kind of like rustic looking will be really awesome. And then the other thing that I am so literally so excited for is there's going to be a speakeasy potentially on the ship that is going to be in the barbershop and it's going to have prohibition style cocktails and vintage whiskeys and find me there immediately. Yep. Find me there. I agree.
1: I'm excited because I just think there's a lot of great potential and I feel like a lot of things kind of do play off like what we want certain bars to be. I feel like they're finally coming true on the wish so...
0: It's we're, our wish. Bar yeah, yeah, we're, we're wishing. wishing. Yeah.
1: VAR yeah. yeah. <laughs> is a wish, your heart, makes. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so true. But so. we will all be on the wish at some point. Um yes. But so we'll have to come back and we, we will probably be glowing over, hopefully glowing over the reviews we, of the lounges there. But I mean, it's really interesting that a lot of them are playing off of things that already exist, like the Rose, like the Hyperspace Lounge. I think it'll be really interesting. Um, mm-hmm. I saw someone post a few, like a couple, months ago that there was going to be like a trader sam style bar also on the wish and i haven't seen anything aside from like one mysterious tweet so like also like if there was a trader sam's
1: why, there, sea, why there should be
0: like I know, right that's come like on. The,
1: the place to have it but
0: absolutely but like you know all we talked about it's in the first in the first episode where all the ships are kind of sister ships so i wonder if the wish has a sister ship
1: they did there's gonna be two sister ships for the Wish. All See? three of the, the new Disney cruises that are all three of, you know, the ships that are the Wish. And then the next two are all sister ships.
0: Triplets. Triplets. Lucky
1: Not just sisters. <laughs> they're triplets. Oh, my God. <laughs> I will say, and the one thing that I am excited about is there's a lot, in my opinion, better, like, Disney IP theming for the bars yes. here. Because, yes, Because, totally. again... Europa's great, but none of it says Disney. Not one ounce no. of it says Disney back there. It's literally just a generic cruise ship. So I'm excited that they're really incorporating, like, why people love Disney so much into those bars. Specifically yeah. the Star Wars one, now that I'm a mega Star Wars fan. That's right.
0: That's right. And, and really throughout the whole ship.
2: Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm just gonna I was going to say, even the restaurants, like the mm-hmm. adult dining is going to have a little bit more of a. Beauty and the a, Beast. Yeah, Beauty and the Beast. Yep. a Disney theme. I mean, right now, you know, they have Remy on the Jerry right. Fantasy, but that's really it. Yep.
0: Um,
2: so I think that they have fine tuned how to have, like, a Disney theme on these, like, maybe adult sections without it being, like, in-your-face Disney kits kind of thing. So, yeah. yeah.
0: And I know that generally in Disney World, like, say, for example, in Epcot, people are re- getting really upset that, like, Epcot's being Disney-washed and, like, things, and, like, people are, like, all mad about it. But, like, the cruise line's getting a little Disney-washed. I'm not mad about it.
1: No. Because
0: I, I, I think it'll be really subtle. It'll be really amazing. You're on a Disney cruise line. I mean, come on. Like,
1: agreed. And I think, like, the Enchanted Rose at Grand Floridian is the perfect way of incorporating theming without it making it seem like it's theming.
0: Exactly. Absolutely. Even it's, Citricos. Look at Remy. Look at, I mean, it is so yeah. subtle. You might yeah. not even know that, I mean, Remy is, of course, Remy. But, like, as far as when you're inside the restaurant, there is one yeah. glass Remy rat hidden up in a chandelier. Yeah. That's that, it.
1: Yeah. It's definitely, like, uh, that's the th- a lot of theming that I hope comes. And I think will, especially in the dining but also, they do have a Frozen dining show that's coming, and I'm here for that, too. Mm-hmm. Honestly. I'm not mad. No. There's again, <laughs> Enchanted Garden, let's 86 it. Like, we don't need Five. it. <laughs> no, we do not need and
0: it. And even, even the one, uh, 1923, is it? That's Some year. So, I, But it, it's all, like, all things Walt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, which I think will be really cool. And it looks really awesome and classy, and it, it's going to be really There's cool. There's your so nod you to
1: vintage Disney, and, you know. Literally. Yep. So.
0: And you can also get into the Kids Club through a slide in the Grand Hall.
1: So when they open it up for like tours what they do on cruises, are adults allowed to do that? That's all I'm saying. And by that I mean I have to hold Finn as we go down the slide and we can all take turns, okay? I will be using your child as a pawn to get on that child's (laughs) slide.
0: That's fine. You're like, ma'am, how many tastings have you done? And you're like, three. I've done three today. Thank you.
1: He wants to go on the slide again, okay? I'm sorry. He does. He does.
0: <laughs> oh my God.
1: I'm excited for the new ship. I think it's going to be pretty amazing.
0: It, it will. It should be.
1: Like, it pulls into Castaway Q this weekend, and then it's yeah. headed up to... Fort Canaveral, which it'll already be there by the time you guys have heard this,
0: but. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. But yes, we're going to be watching the the live streaming of the debut of the ship. We'll be watching that. Yeah. We that um, will actually
1: be happening this that Thursday, right? Because it's yep. the twenty or the thirtieth. Yes. So this will be live on the twenty seventh. So eleven a.m. Eastern time, right? On the thirtieth yes. is going to be the christening of the ship. I wonder who the the godmother of the ship is going to be. Oh. Mm. I don't think what do they announced think? it yet. No? no. I don't know. We'll see. Ooh. I'm excited, though. So. Oh, totally.
0: But that's it, really, for this episode. I mean, yeah. that's that's drinking on the ship.
1: Yeah. yeah. I think the hot take is, even though Disney doesn't have a drinking package, there's still great ways to drink. That's the hot take. Because yes. I have gotten a lot of comments when I posted all my Disney Cruise Line stuff that people said they'd never cruise on Disney because there's not a drink package. And to that I say, you're making a big mistake. Definitely. Yeah. Just
0: leave the link to this podcast episode and be like, do
1: better exactly we covered it for you don't worry we got you we got you
0: but really i mean some really great ways to save great ways to drink really great alcohol for saving a great amount of money Mm
1: -hmm. yep we love that
0: we love it but yeah that's it for this episode so be sure to follow us on our social media subscribe to our patreon take a second to rate our show on itunes and for bella and bethany we're signing off and we will see you next time